Welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast that is dedicated to make your life better by helping you to achieve success in the three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In every episode, we'll bring some of the most positive and inspiring news. We'll introduce programs to help you with your personal finance. We'll coach you with some professional skills to advance your career and be your resources for better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday on your favorite platform such as iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google, and much more. So please follow and subscribe with your platform to get your episode automatically. Now, at the end of every episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So, to submit your own question, please email podcastlifeplusup at gmail dot com, or just DM me on Instagram at lifeplusup, or simply by clicking on the voice link in our show note. So, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with your friends and leave us a five star review on iTunes. Now, let's have a great show. For all the listeners, by the time that you hear this episode, it's the Halloween Eve. After the Feast of Candies tomorrow, we'll be in the official turkey season, followed by the holidays. So let me ask you: Are you prepared for more delicious food and feasts in next several months? Are you really ready to give up that summer body that you worked so hard for? If I propose a method for you to enjoy all the food that you love, along with benefits such as improved health. Weight loss, an increase of energy, promote cellular repair, and much more. Will you be interested? What I'm proposing is not another dietary plan or magic hypnosis. I'm asking you to consider a lifestyle change in the schedule of your eating habits. Yes, I am proposing the idea of intermittent fasting. In this episode, I was fortunate enough to invite one of the top Filipino chefs in New York City. Emmanuel Imperio to discuss the wonders of intermittent fasting. Chef Imperio is the chef and owner of Filim Cuisina, a family-owned restaurant specializing in Filipino cuisine in Staten Island, New York. Filim Cuisina proudly prepares and serves traditional Filipino American dishes to give every customer an authentic culinary experiences with exotic flavors of Philippines to reflect their culture and livelihood. Chef Imperio and his restaurants have been featured in various articles, including USA Today, The Gothamist, and The New York Times, and have been awarded with the Michelin recommendation since 2017. So, welcome to episode five: The Wonder of Intermittent Fasting with our guest, Chef Emmanuel Imperio. Before we jump into the interview, let's kick off with some very inspiring news. Today, our positive news is brought to you by the Good News Network. After an adoptive bike for team with special needs is stolen, watch the community step in to help. This is an article published on October twenty-seven, two thousand nineteen. Back in August, an adoptive bike belonging to a special needs team was stolen from his backyard in the Greater Phoenix area, but the community turned the bitter experience into a heartwarming one. Boba. 
was born with a genetic disorder that left him nonverbal and in a wheelchair, but the bike allowed him to ride along the side with his family. Not only was his big tricycle crucial in ongoing therapy, but it connected him to his family and other kids in the Mesa, Arizona neighborhood. With a price tag of several thousand dollars, Boba's mom, who is also parenting four other kids with without options, so she created a Facebook post. Stephanie's follow-up message described what happened next. When all this started, I was upset that someone taking my boy's bike and knew it would be years before I could replace it. I was disheartened, to say the least. I feel like there was no point in reporting the loss, but I'm so glad I was persuaded to do it. Instead of being a bitter experience, it has turned into the amazing thing I could have never imagined. I was excited when we had over a hundred thousand shares. My mind is still blown. The overwhelming response of support and love for my boy brings me to tears. People offered to set up a GoFundMe page, and some offered to buy a new bike outright. I heard many times people suck, but I believe all this has proven just the opposite. Big hearts. Are what I've seen from all of this. That's my takeaway. Most people are good and caring. Shared by Stephanie, an employee at AMS Events, which supplies wheelchair-accessible vehicles, saw Boba's stories on the local news and noticed the family was driving an AMS van. He asked his senior managers how they could help, and the business immediately reached out to the family to offer a brand new bike, custom built just to fit Boba's needs. Our mission is really providing independence through mobility solution," said the general manager's Randy Schiller. While we do sell vans, Boba's independence was getting on the bike and riding with his brothers and sisters. One month later, the big bike reveal took place on the beautiful day at a local park with the family, community, and the media in attendance. And soon, Boba was off again with a smile back on his face. While Boba got a new rifting adaptive tricycle, there are still many family and children like him in need, and you can simply help by going ahead and visit the Suzy Foundation, which is linked to our link in the show note. It is a charity close to Boba's family's heart that helps to obtain assistive equipment for individuals with special needs. So here at the Life Plus Up, we really hope you enjoy your new bike, Boba. Now let's hear a short message from our sponsor before we get into our main segments. All right. So today we have the fortune to invite one of the top chefs in New York, the、oh、owner of Phil and Cuisina, Emmanuel Imperial, to join with us. Manny, thank you for joining on our show today. Thank you so much, Kevin, for having me. I am honored and excited to really be here. This is my very first time. Ever doing a podcast?、Uh, hi, mom. Hi, dad. Hi, family. Hello, friends, and hello to all the listeners. And many like for all the listener who doesn't know who you are, like,、uh, why don't you give us a quick、uh, background about yourself? Sure. My name is Manny Imperial. I, along with my family, own and operate a small Filipino grocery store as well as a restaurant in Staten Island. I am also a foodie. And I love to cook. I enjoy playing tennis, and I was a former coach at the College of Staten Island, Go Dolphins. And I'm also a New York Road Runner, and a member of the DBZ Runners, High Runners.、Uh, also, I am a co-founder of Passion Project, a nonprofit organization helping children around the world, and we're currently supporting Haiti and the Philippines. Hi, Nina. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Aftab. 
and uh, oh, um, VP of Education for the Core Toastmasters, along with Kevin here. Finally, I'm also a lucky and loving husband to an amazing and supportive wife. Hi, Karen. I can see her smiling now. Yeah, like uh, you will be really bad if you actually left Karen out in this interview, right? And that's great. So for all the listeners, just a reminder is our podcast is really focusing on the three core components of life, right? Personal, financial, and career. For personal, is really about lifestyles and health. Many with working with you for the past couple of years, you look great now. Like uh, you, I can see you have a lot more energy than before. I can see you slim down, and then you look so much happier. So, what is your secret? Actually, it all started with my father. See, back in 2018 in October, he suffered from a heart attack, and it came to a surprise to all of us because anyone who knows my dad will tell you that. He's in pretty good shape. He works out. He's fit. He plays tennis. He lives a pretty active lifestyle. However, he doesn't really eat or watch what he eats, but instead he eats in moderation like most people. I needed to, it was a wake up call for me, and I needed to take action. So, what I did, I went to the hospital and I took a look at uh, how my results would be after some blood works. And I was at the time around 220 pounds and I knew I needed to take action. So I looked online for a solution and I found intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting, I heard about this term before. And for all the listeners, including myself, what is that? Well, intermittent fasting is not a diet because it's not about what you eat, but rather when you do. Uh, It's more of a strategy basically. Okay. So how does it work? Like, are there different types of intermittent fasting? Yes. uh, The main strategy for intermittent fasting is the 16-8 plan, which suggests that you are fasting for 16 hours, and that includes sleep, and then you have an eight-hour eating window. So what I'm hearing is is that intermittent fasting is that you're not just completely cut off food or go on full fast. You're going to control the hours that you eat. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so like, uh, what are the different types of intermittent fasting? I know that you just talked about 8 and 16. Is mm-hmm. that like a schedule? or? Well, that's the most popular one. Uh, but whenever I am helping someone through intermittent fasting, I always suggest the starting off with a 10-hour Uh, uh, eating window, whenever I train someone with intermittent fasting, I always suggest the starting off with the 10-hour eating window uh, with a 14-hour fast. And 10 hours is pretty reasonable. If you wake up at 8 a.m. and you have your first meal at 10, that's the start of your eating window. And by 8 p.m. would be the last time you have your, your meal. Okay, so you're simply saying that uh, the 10 hour will be 8 p.m. is when you eat your dinner. And after 8 p.m., you don't eat anything. You don't go and go to like midnight snack, little midnight munching, and then you completely go to sleep, wake up in the morning, skip your breakfast, and eat your first meal at 10 a.m. or after. Yeah, you'd like to stay within the window. So it would probably, you can send an alarm at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. and have your last meal, and then by 8, that's it. Okay, no, that, that definitely sounds a lot more doable. Now, let me ask you, like you say that there is the most popular type, what you ask people to start off with. Is that 
the only type of intermittent fasting or there's different type of schedule, different type of dates? So that's usually how we start. Uh, and then from that point on, we try to minimize the eating window by uh, a week's time. So from 10 hours, we go down to nine hours the following week and then so on and so forth uh, with the goal to try to increase the time that you are fasting. Okay, so now we heard about what the schedule is, what are different type of intermittent fasting. What are some biggest benefits of doing this type of fast? Oh, there are tons of benefits. Uh, the main one, of course, is weight loss or weight maintenance. And the idea of it is that whenever we consume certain foods, our insulin will end up spiking. And when our insulin is up, that means that we can't burn uh, fat and lose weight. Uh, also, uh, it helps to improve your cognitive function. Uh, one of the things I notice is that I don't experience that afternoon crash that I used to before intermittent fasting. Uh, also, I noticed a reduction in my inflammation with uh, knee pains and uh, my joints. And that's because through intermittent fasting, you go get into a state of autophagy, uh, which is like a cellular rejuvenation uh, state. It also intermittent fasting also leads to muscle gains where you can increase the, your growth hormones. Uh, and uh, finally, heart health is one of the best part of intermittent fasting. I remember that when I went to my doctors, my blood pressure was 140 over 90, and I was able to get it down to 120 over 70 uh, three weeks after I started intermittent fasting. Man, that sounds amazing. And I also noticed that you have a lot more energy now. Like you don't depend on caffeine as much as before. Does it play into that particular fact too? I do like to drink black coffee, just straight up black iced coffee. It really helps with the fat burning process and that gives me energy in the morning. Okay, perfect. Definitely, I think a lot of listeners, including myself, that when we heard about fasting or intermittent fasting, there's a lot of myth out there. And since we have you as an expert on our <laughs> show today, do you mind if we debunk some myth together? Let's do it. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Now, I have gathered a few myths that's more popular online. And let's see, we can go ahead and get some answer for them. The first myth is intermittent fasting is a starvation diet. Is it true? Starvation sounds like a harsh word for intermittent fasting. I wouldn't call it starvation. It's really more of a strategy or, or a plan when it comes to when you eat. <laughs> and I do agree with you because if you think about it, we don't really just starve after we skip a meal because a lot of people can actually go for 24 to 48 hours without eating. Mm -hmm. In research, it shows that starvation is really defining that when your body is start to shut down, but intermittent fasting does not have that type of effect, right? Right, especially when you lessen the amount of sugar as well as you lower your carbohydrates, it really helps with the entire process. Okay, so what you're saying is that during this entire process, your body releases energy stored as fat and muscle. So technically you can get the weight loss part, but mm -hmm. without really adding any more trouble to your body, right? Yeah, that's right. Perfect. Now, the myth number two, which is very, very popular and okay. something that a lot of listeners, including myself, really worry about, okay. that you will be hungry all day long. Is it true? Well, like I said earlier, if you continuously lessen the 
intake of sugar and carbs, that's what really helps with the uh, the hunger factor. Okay. So what you're saying is that on the fast days, like uh, you can start feeling your hunger decrease because you start body sucking used to the schedule, right? Yeah. Okay. And now myth number three. I know you talk about the scheduling. Do you do it every day or you do it alternate days? How does it work? In the beginning, I was doing it on a daily basis where I was started with a 10-hour uh, eating window. And as I slowly brought it down to one hour, I currently do something called OMAD, which stands for one meal a day. I eat within uh, one hour and I'll fast for 23 uh, I s currently do alternate day fasting where I'll do OMAD on one day and then the following day I'm free to consume whatever it is I'd like. Okay. So the myth number three that we just talked about earlier is on that off day that you talk about, can you eat whatever you want? That's funny because whenever I think of an off day or what most people would refer to as like a cheat day, I think about a friend of mine who always enjoys the cheat day and i notice that it's snowballs every time he does the cheat day it's followed by another cheat day and so what i usually try to tell people is when you lose that weight uh that's pretty much the reward that you're getting right because what is a cheat day is pretty much a reward and so i always try to encourage my friends who are doing intermittent fastings that if you're going to cheat maybe you should think of it more of as a reward and you're rewarding yourself because you lost weight. Or even better, if you can align your goals by re rewarding yourself with maybe that, n that slim down shirt that you wanted to get, uh, that would align more with your goals rather than it being more counterproductive by eating at a buffet. Okay, perfect. So definitely it debunks those myths. Now my question is, a lot of people said that once you start the intermittent fasting plan, you have to stuck with it all lifelong. Is it true? Yeah, I think so. I think it's true because, I mean, weight loss and weight maintenance, it's a lifestyle. It should be a lifestyle, and it's more of a marathon rather than a sprint. And definitely, like, when we talk about lifestyle, there's something that well, we want to go ahead and focus on this podcast is to really making sure that we help our listeners to make those healthy, conscious decisions to change their life by making sure we can do things one step at a time. Now, my question is, intermittent fasting, we heard about the benefits. We have debunked some myth. Now, what are some obstacles that you have faced when you start doing this particular plan? Well, being in the food the industry doesn't really help because I'm always surrounded by the food. And to be honest, it's not so much the, f the way the food looks to me anymore, but it's the smell that always gets me. So I think that the biggest challenge on my end is the food and being friends with so many foodies and being surrounded by so many good restaurants. That's what usually is the biggest challenge for me. And I know including myself, right? A lot of time when we try a new fasting plan, when we try a new diet plan, what we worry about the most is the yo-yo effect, right? You lose some weights, you feel you have some cushion built, and then you went back to the bad habits. How do you overcome that particular mindset? Well, the best way, in my opinion, to overcome this mindset is to take it nice and slow. I always push the idea of a 1% better. So my question will be for all the listeners 
including myself, who are interested in starting this plan. Now, educate us. How do we start? Like, how do we go and start putting things in action? Okay. Uh, well, Kevin, what is for dinner tonight? I I, I was thinking about you know, roasted chicken along with some like mashed potatoes and corn. Okay. And what time do you think you're going to finish eating? By the time that we finish this podcast recording, I would say about nine o'clock at night. Nine o'clock. Okay. So that second that you take that last bite, you just started intermittent fasting. By nine p.m., you just started. And that's how you get started. And now the next time you can eat uh, is probably you're going to be okay to eat until 11 a.m. Uh, the next day. And that could be your first meal. Wow. I didn't know that I was committed into a fasting that fast. But uh-huh. you know what? I will take on that challenges. Okay. Now, let me ask. Uh, like any other plan, supports from people around you is very important. What type of support did you have from people around you? Well, I, I, I'm lucky. I have a supporting wife and uh, my family supports me with this, especially that now that they've noticed uh, the difference in my weight. Also, my friends are starting to support me a little bit better. They don't ask me to go out to eat with them. Okay, and then now my biggest question coming down to it is, is that how is this lifestyle change help you positively on your other part that is a core component of life, such as your finances and career? Have you th- see this as a positive impact to other areas? Well, it certainly helped me with my energy, and I think it starts there. Uh, it's given me a little bit more free time. I spend more time doing the things that I enjoy to do, which is cooking. I love to cook, especially when you play a little bit of instrumental jazz while cooking it's a real game changer you should all try it and it gives me a chance to take on all the different activities that i already have sounds like a plan now my question to you will be that when you talk about fasting you don't simply jump from not eating to eating anything you want right away right how do you break a fast correctly Yes, breaking the fast is everything when it comes to intermittent fasting. It's the most important part of it. Usually, I'll tell you what I like to eat. I break my fast eating vegetables, lean meat, uh, as well as a lot of fat. I really enjoy avocado. And fat has been pretty much the substitute for those carbs because I am usually in a state of what's called ketosis during the time I, after fasting. And so I usually start my meal with roasted vegetables and I'll combine it with proteins like salmon and uh, chicken. I'll occasionally eat that steak. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, because I will have to prepare myself to break it correctly since that you just impose uh, intermittent fasting on me so I cannot eat until 11 a.m. tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Now, for any listener who are interested about you, your restaurants, how do they contact you or get to know you better? Sure. So the name of our restaurant is Phil Am Cucina. You can find us on Instagram as well as any social media platform. Uh, Or if you Google Filipino restaurant in Staten Island, you'll find Phil Am Cucina there. Uh, We're also on Yelp. Uh, Check us out. And... uh, or you can email me at emmanuelimperial at gmail.com. I'm sure it'll be at the show notes.
Great, perfect. Now, what is the one biggest advice you have to all the listeners who might be trying this intermittent fasting out? My one advice really is to take it nice and slow, 1% better every day. I've been preaching that for the longest time, uh, mainly because 1% is pretty easy to do. Uh, when you think of exercising and you put yourself uh, to do it like on a daily basis, I usually would advise people to start with something that's really, really easy, right? Something that they can accomplish so that the next day, when you do it again, it's just as easy as the day before and you can do it uh, consistently. And the following day, when you feel like you've improved, you can raise it 1% each day. I think that's a right mentality. They always say that the first step to success is to take the first step, right? And then thank you very much for telling us all the special advices about how we can make ourselves better in our lifestyle changes. Now, for any listener who would like to ask me or many any questions, you can also email directly to podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com. DM me directly on Instagram or simply click on the voice link attached to the show now. I will also go ahead and attach all Manny's contact information along with his restaurant's information in our show note as well too. So Manny, thank you so much for coming to our show today. I definitely think that you will be a fan favorite. Very soon I will have to bring you back and then I will love to go ahead and share some of the success story from our fans at that time. What do you think? Yeah, looking forward to coming back. Thanks. Great, perfect. I hope all the listeners enjoyed the interview between myself and the chef Imperial in regards to the wonder of intermittent fasting. Now, like I promised, I would like to answer some of the mailbag questions that some listeners have sent in regards to the previous episodes. Hey, Kevin, thank you for your podcast. I have learned a lot from your article and also from your previous episode in regards to the ownership train. My question is, where is a good place to start looking for listings around the neighborhood that I would like to purchase? So thank you for the questions and definitely appreciate the comment as well too. I would suggest a good place to start will be using www.realtor.com. They also have an application for you to go ahead and map out an area that you will like and it will show you the listings on sale and rental in the market that you're interested in. Some of the interesting choice will also be like HomeStory from HSBC. If you do find a listing listed on HomeStory, you might be able to get a cash compensation if you do decide to move forward with the HSBC mortgage consultant. Another one will be Zillow. Zillow will also show the property value, history, and also allow you to know the transaction record of the property that you might be interested in. So a lot of good options out there. But I will always say, really consult with your realtor once you have select one because they might be able to find out more information than the one listed currently on Realtor.com, MLS, Home Stories, Zillow's, and much more. Now, our second question came from another listener. Hi, Kevin. I have been paying a rent about $2,500. Now, I'm looking forward to purchase a property that my mortgage payments will equivalent to about $1,400. You can give me a great savings, but I do have a question about the HOA fees that's associated with it. Currently, the HOA fees is about $400, and it actually disclosed that it might be subject to change. So do you think it's a good idea? Oh, well, that's another interesting question. The first of all, you have to find out from your realtor about the HOA fees 
and what does it cover? If your payments, including your HLA fees, and also with your property tax, is still saving, then that is a good deal to go for. But you might want to go and consider if the property is well managed, if the HOA fees have any tendency to fluctuate in the short time, is there any pending litigation against the homeowner association which may result into an increased amount of HOA. The last thing you wanna do is that you got stuck into a project or a property that the price keep going up and you are not able to sell fast enough. And our last question is from another listener who actually reside out of the state. Hey Kevin, currently I do have $25,000 saved up in my 401k. Would that be a good income or cash reserve for the bank to verify that I'm able to qualify for the mortgage? Oh, well, that's a very interesting way of asking the questions. So from what I'm hearing correctly is that you are trying to see if your 401k balance can be used to verify your current cash reserve. In many banks, they will only take up to 70% of the balance on your 401k due to that it is non-liquid. But you might want to consult with your mortgage consultant. And sometimes you might be qualified for special programs for you to go ahead and take money out for a home purchase. Depends on the states and also the regulation for your own 401k as well too. As we are concluding our mailbag section, I encourage all the listeners to continue to send in their questions for myself or for my guests. As we are wrapping up this episode, I want to remind all the listeners that in the description of every episode, you will find an overview of our contents, links to the positive news, and detailed show notes that I publish on medium.com. If you have any questions for the guests or myself, please email podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at lifeplusup or simply by clicking on the voice link in the show notes. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe to your podcast platform and share with someone that you think you can benefit. If you would like to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or click on the donation button. It will really help. At last, our music are being sponsored by Scott Holmes from www.scottholmesmusic.com. We will see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember... Success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and successful podcast together.